Welcome to Two Therapists Talking. The hope for this podcast is to talk about important issues related to couples and individuals who are struggling in their lives with many different issues. I'm David Thompson, a marriage and family therapist. And I'm Sherry Christensen, marriage and family therapist. Please join us as we explore these issues together, and we hope you will learn and be enlightened along the way. Come find us at twotherapisttalking.com. If you like what you're hearing, please get on and rate us and subscribe to the podcast. Hi, and welcome back to Two Therapists Talking. I'm David. And I'm Sherry. And you've been so patient. We've covered NPD or Narcissistic Personality Disorder for three episodes now. Yes. And we don't have a really clear how many episodes this will be planned (laughs) always when we start into a topic. It's true. Sometimes we just find we have a lot more to say. But in reviewing what we have on narcissism, there is more that we want to say Mm -hmm. about not only how to recognize the cycle a little bit better, but also just more techniques. Yeah. And how, what do you do if you're in this type of a situation? And I think this is great because it goes for, I mean, this really isn't just for like a significant other. This can show up in so many different places in your life, neighbors, colleagues at work, you know, there's just a lot of places that you might have to interact with these types of people. So it's a good, it's a good uh, description and good information to have to kind of take as a template and a framework with you. Which is a really good point. Yeah. Because for those you can't avoid that you suspect, Mm -hmm. you know, communication is impacted because of this, then how do I make it more effective? Yeah. So first we want to cover the aspects of the NPD cycle, which is something I can't believe we haven't talked about this yet. (laughs) We had thought about talking about it. (laughs) Yes. We've just got so many things to share and then we're like, oh my gosh, we haven't even talked about this yet. So we want to start with that um, today and just talk talk you through the cycle of uh, narcissistic personality disorder. And this is, so the cycle is how they engage with um, with other people. So the first thing that they do is love bomb. So that looks like just, you know, buying you stuff, talking, you know, just making you the most important thing, uh, in their life. They'll, you know, shower you with attention and just lots of different, just, yeah, attention, all the different kinds of things. They, they might, you know, it might be monetary. It might just be, um, you're just the most incredible, amazing human on the planet. How would, um, <laughs> in your experience, uh-huh. how would we separate that from just a regular sort of dating, getting to know somebody? Yes. Attention yeah. period. Um, I think the difference you're going to see a lot is the intensity level. Mm. Kind of like it feels like it's even too much for... Right. We really get along well and like each other. Yeah, like we get along like... Oh, no, it's just... It's it's all the time. It's over the top. There's just so much going on. And and that can make it tricky. I I really like your point because that can make it tricky to sort of figure out because it's nice to have someone... That really right. gives you all of this. It would be time hard to complain. Yes, <laughs> exactly. So I think 
um, just being aware of like, does this feel particularly balanced? And, and probably maybe we've talked about this a little bit. Tell me what you think. If, if it feels sort of almost possessive, yeah, like what you're doing with your time and almost kind of, if they approve sort of how long things are taking you or is it sort of crossing into that? Yes. That can kind of cross into a little bit of the next stage, but yes, they do want to spend like all, a lot of time with you, a lot of energy, you know, a lot of, so if you look at like, is, does this really feel balanced? Does it feel like they're putting me up on this pedestal, um, in a way, do we spend as much time talking about them as we do about me? Um, do we spend the same type of energy on what I like versus maybe what they're interested in? Right. So it's, and it's just kind of this nonstop space. They're always calling. They're always like, you know, what's going on and what, you know, what can we do? So that's the love bombing. Um, and it feels really great. Like we were talking about before, this is a great, when you have someone giving you that much attention, attention, right. Then, but it's a good thing to just be aware of like, oh, is this feel balanced? Is this, cause mm. that can, it should be a little bit of a red flag, mm. um, if it's not very balanced. So, because even if they're not a narcissist, if someone is yeah. doing that much and you're, right. you don't have a balanced relationship, then there's something else, right? That's not a healthy space in a relationship. It's not balanced, kind right? Like we talk about all the time, healthy living is balanced living. Right. And so if there's not balance in that, like it can feel real nice, but at the same time, um, that's going to end up being a problem later on in the relationship. Right. It will feel, yeah. Like you're saying it could feel smothering. Cause it's or, not likely to get much better. Right. After you're <laughs> committed, if it's already hard, just in dating and yeah. 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 It could end up feeling smothering. It could then they eventually could feel like if if they don't have NPD, they could feel like, how come we never spend any time or energy on yeah. me? Right. You develop this unhealthy, unbalanced relationship. So it's something to just kind of be aware of. Okay. So the second uh, stage in that cycle is to devalue. So this can look like a lot of different things. Um devaluing your time or your Mm. energy like well but you should have done this and this and this um you should have been present for me uh when i you know showed up like you should always kind of be on the back burner for me sort of like the devaluing is the person is more important than the other person's time or yes what they want to do or how they're feeling yes or i'm Another aspect of it is I'm better than you. Okay. Um, or, well, you're not that great at this. Or you can be good okay. at this. But like I'm, a very direct, I yeah. should be the one in charge. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm the one with the power. Um, I'm the one in control. So the love bombing is to kind of pull you into that space. And then they start devaluing okay. your your capacities and your contributions and things like that. So... So a lot of times you see um, a very, like, patriarchal uh, feel to Mm -hmm. it. Um, If it's the male that you're concerned about that has the NPD, you know, very, like, well, I'm the man, so therefore, da-da-da-da-da, right? But if, obviously, if it's switched, it's like, well, I run the household, so we have to do everything, you know, 
we do things my way. You don't have as much to contribute. Um, all of those types of, of feelings to them. Right. Which we get pretty frustrating and you're going to know in a relationship if their opinion, what they want always sort of trumps where you're at or how you're doing, especially I imagine if they're not really asking a lot of questions about how you're doing or what you want. It may be, I'm guessing a lot of assumptions. This is the way we're doing it because this is the way I want to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, not a lot of feedback or input being given or sought for what you should do. Yeah. Or your, if you do give feedback to them, then there's always a reason why it's like definitely not your perspective is definitely not the right one. Um, a lot of times we see the control around this, like this is kind of where we see a lot of the gaslighting where they're going to turn it around and well, no, you're wrong, you know, because it's this and this and this. So this is what we really should be doing is what I want to do. Um, and you don't, so you don't end up having a lot of, a lot of say in what's going on. And probably just kind of get worn out to where you're not really trying to influence. Yes. Because it's a. Dead it's end. not worth it. Yeah. It's just not worth it. It we always end up in a big fight about it. So it's almost like a, a which always gets turned around on you. Yeah. Almost like a criteria could be just how um valued your opinions, your ideas, how mm-hmm. often do you go or do the thing that you prefer versus what they prefer. Right. If theirs is just the default, sounds like. Yeah. Yeah, and again, in that love bombing stage, you might see that a lot, though. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, yes, we'll do all the things that you want to do, and we'll, you know, just try to build you up. And then suddenly it's like, well, I don't have the time for you. Like, I don't have time for that. I have Mm. things to do. I have places to go. And so typically that love bombing comes um, until they kind of pull you into a relationship and sort of when they feel Uh, like, okay, I've... I've got you in this space now and um, you're going to be less likely to leave that space. Then you're going to see more of the devaluing. Um, and, and again, those can even be like little, little side comments. Uh, I'm trying to think of a, a good example. When we talk about that, like patriarchal sort of space. Oh, well, you know, she's just at home, so she doesn't really know how this goes. Mm. Right. Yeah. Um, even to other people. Or you're just so pretty, you don't need to worry about these types of things, right? So lots right. of those types of like little... Justifications. Yeah, and... justifications, little underhanded comments where it's like, a, I'm complimenting you, but not actually really, you know, those types of things. And again, this is a big spectrum of of how people go about it, right? Right. Um, sometimes people are, are going to be really blatant. Um, especially if they think they can get away with it. And other times it might be really, really subtle comments like, yeah, well, but I'm the better this, right. Or, or it just sort of comes across that way and it's never really spoken out loud. Right. Especially if you're a person that is fairly accommodating or you're a person that can just go with the flow and you don't really care who gets the praise or who gets the attention for something you might um quickly get sucked into those types of spaces because you're like okay it doesn't really matter like yes you can say that you were the one that did all the things where would you say you begin to really notice it bigger decisions or just an overall lack of empathy yeah kind of in where you're at or how you feel yeah i think it's 
It can be both. Like, okay. again, it depends on the person that you're dealing with. It depends on the narcissist that yeah. you're engaging with, right? If they are um, more of a covert narcissist or are just a lot more subtle in how they um, in how they go about it, you may not notice. It might be much more of an overall feeling. Mm. Um, because especially if um, the, the thing about this is it's a cycle, yes, but you don't necessarily always go in order. Like you're only being love bombed and then you're only being devalued and you're only being discarded. It can come back and forth. So if you really push back on a way that they've devalued you, depending on the narcissist and what they think they can get away with with you, they might jump into love bombing for a little bit, pull you oh, back in. Right. Right. And then, oh yeah, yeah. And then kind of, and then go about their devaluing maybe in a little more subtle or a little different way. Which love bombing serves the purpose of just getting you back on board with yes. their agenda, more yes. or less. Exactly, exactly. So you see this type of um, NPD cycle with like abusers a lot too, yeah. right? Um, with domestic violence, like, oh, I love you so much. I'll never do that again. Like, we have the best relationship in the whole world. Da 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 da. And then they start devaluing you, and then mm. and then we get to the discarding. That would be like physically assaulting you, and then jumping back to like hoovering or love bombing again. So um, so it can depend on the the narcissist and where what skills and tools they use for that. Whether it's a physical abuse, whether it's emotional abuse, and whether it's like a blatant or whether it's more subtle. Um, but just this overall devaluing of you. And then of course, the next one is the discarding of the relationship, um, or of you. So this is more, sometimes I call it putting, putting you in the graveyard. You get, you're just, you are no longer like a valuable mm -hmm. asset to them. And so they just kind of move on. Right. Right. They As in really, leaving the relationship or sometimes in the relationship still? You can still be in the relationship. Sometimes they'll just discard you completely. They just won't spend time, energy, or mm. effort or whatever um, on you. So it can be everything altogether. Like, oh, they just discard you. They ask for a divorce or they figure out a way to cut you out of the company mm. or, um, or something like that. But they can also kind of discard within the relationship if there's like a... Well, you know, looks better if I'm married, so therefore, oh, right. you know, we'll just kind of push you out to the side, but I really don't pay much attention to... You're basically serving some purpose Yes, there for is them, some purpose. But it's not an equal yeah. sharing... For sure. Right. For sure. And so with that discard, then, um, if you're still in the relationship, then for some reason, they do still see you as an important aspect of their of their life there's something they can still get from you they still need from you but yes the ultimate discard would be to completely cut you out so if you have for example like if you have a narcissistic sibling they might devalue you a lot and discard you but still show up to family events right. because then that makes them look good right or something like that. But they sort of in their mind have put you in the graveyard. Like you serve no purpose for them. You're just kind of off to the side. But there might be other people that they have to impress. Or other people that are still within their. That are still feeding their uh, narcissism. That they need to keep you around. You know right. for that. So. Okay. Um, and then the last stage is Hoover. And that is in reference to the vacuum. 
it's this way to kind of suck you back in. It just kind of pulls you back in um, and gets you back to that sort of love bombing space. Because of a need. Yes. So something has happened, something's occurred where they do need a little more buy-in from you. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So they're like, well, I can't totally discard this person. (laughs) I still need something that they, they give you. Now, that hoovering, this relationship can happen even if you're divorced or even if you're no longer um, in the company, right? Or something like that where they've, they've you know, done the work to kick you out or something like that. They can still use that if they have to interact with you in some way um, or if they feel like, oh, you know something or you, um, you could still be prevailed upon to make them look good. In some type you of setting. serve some purpose for them still. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Again, remember your power, your control, your money. Right. You know, those types of things. Reputation. Image. Yeah. yeah. The image is the other one. So, uh, for example, you could be divorced, but you might still get, they might still try to hoover you back in and love bomb you a little bit so that you will talk well about them to the children or to someone else or... Um, so that you will be nice enough around them in other f- functions that you have to interact with them in. Um, and then they can, you know, point that out to people. See, so look what a right. great um, ex relationship, <laughs> you know, we have. We do such a great job in all of these situations. Right. Um, so, again, it's you're still serving a purpose for them. So, those are our, those are the stages of the NPD cycle. Um, and we'll let you think about those. Yeah, that's something to think about for sure. So thanks so much for joining us. We have one more. One, one more. more. We want to make this one shorter because <laughs> we want to put a little more into techniques, but not make this a longer one. So yes. So join us for techniques, more about like what to do if you have this type of person in your life. Again, it doesn't matter if it's a spouse or a sibling or a coworker or a neighbor yep. in the HOA or whatever. We'll talk about how you can interact with them in the, the best way, provide the best outcomes. Yep. So that'll be helpful. See, See you then. then. Thank you for listening to Two Therapists Talking. We look forward to sharing more conversations with you. Connect with us at twotherapisttalking.com or email podcast at twotherapisttalking.com. If you like what you're hearing, please get on and rate us and subscribe to the podcast.